as we welcome you back to the Two Guys Named Chris Show. Lisa Lanier's on here to join us, as she always does, this time every week, for Lawyer Up. Inside several legal cases here. Lisa, a pleasure to have you on, as always. How are you? I'm fantastic. I hope you guys are. We're great. I want to throw something at you you don't even know about. We We don't even know if this is a legal issue or not, but about 35 minutes ago, we were talking about a story where... uh, a woman and her boyfriend live together, and for a couple of weeks, the boyfriend's mom has to stay with them. She's closing on a new house, but she needed to be with in staying with them for a couple of weeks. So they every night, the girlfriend said she thought they had a ghost in the house because she felt like a presence was over top of her, and she would hear something talking to her but she never could place it the next morning she was like did i dream that she thought she was haunted for several nights there so finally she set up a camera in the side of the room a hidden camera and it turned out the boyfriend's mother was coming in saying you're a slut you're not good enough for for my son you i hate you has a crime been committed here, or is this? Just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're standing over someone. It's just a, an in-law being an in-law. Okay, can, can, <laughs> is there a crime here? Now she's welcome in the house, or she was, but not in the room to stand over this poor woman and whisper to her how she's not good enough for her son. What are your thoughts? No, I don't really think there's a crime that's been committed because she is a welcomed guest in their home, mm. and she's she has definitely overstepped, you know, yep, obviously. Yep, yep, but but I don't think she's taken it to the level. She wasn't touching the woman or anything, so there was no assault. There was no threat. That's right. And she's she's somewhat invading their privacy, but she's not doing any kind of a videotape or anything. And correct. You know, it'd be different, I think, if they asked her to leave and she didn't leave or something like that. But. Mm-hmm. It's it's close to invasion of privacy, but it's not quite there. If she let's say she whispered a threat like "I will kill you if you," yeah, that's that's going too far. That's getting there. Yeah, that's getting there. Okay, all right. So you know where your boundaries are, mother-in-laws to be. You know where your your boundaries are. This is like a little guide map for you. (laughs) Don't be. Was she she trying to sort almost like subliminally or like hypnotically tell this woman? Yeah, she's cuckoo man. Yeah, that's right. She was she was trying to subliminally. Tell her get out, get away from my boy. My son is get too away. good for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. Uh, wow. Crazy story from South Carolina too, and we wanted to see if there would be any charges in this. Uh, two jet skiers, man and a woman, fell into a lake in Salem, South Carolina, rescued by another man and a woman on a pontoon boat. They went over and pulled the people into their pontoon boat to save them. Now. The guy who was saved after being in the water started acting aggressively and threatening toward the person that saved him. So the woman said, why don't you push him back in? They pushed him back in the water. <laughs> Threw him back. <laughs> Throw him back. Yep. Don't like him. Throwing him back. Yeah. Too small. Yep. <laughs> so after a little, fo- a little while, he's treading water, you know. Oh, go get him. Woman says, all right, fish him back out of there. They go over. They fish him back out once again. He's aggressive. Lippy. He's lippy. He goes toward the guy. Well, this time she goes, go ahead and shoot him. So <laughs> you shot him. Yeah. All right, you shot him and killed him. Okay, guy's dead now. I, I think I've got that right. Guy's yeah. dead. But his partner's still on the boat, right? The other one that was jet skiing. The other woman, yeah, the woman who jet skied yeah. was, she, she was saying, calm down. You're being real yeah. lippy here. Right. He winds up getting shot. So now no charges are filed against the folks that shot the guy 
The question I had, Lisa, was how can it be proven that they didn't just pick this guy up to shoot him? I guess he wouldn't even do that. You know, how did it come to pass that there were no charges filed? You do have three witnesses that saw what happened. What are your thoughts on this case? Yeah, you know, South Carolina, where this happened, very big, stand your ground, self-defense state. And I think, you know, this guy was, he was aggressive to them mm-hmm. both times. And it sounds like the police investigated it and all three witnesses concurred that this guy was being aggressive toward them. And all the all the shooter has to show is that he had a belief that he was in imminent, in uh, danger of imminent harm. Mm-hmm. And that's, if, the, if you got a guy that's on your boat and he's coming at you and he's trying to hurt you, I think you're... You know, in South Carolina, especially, you're okay to shoot them. Have you all seen Cape Fear? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. There you are. Exactly. Uh, what percentage of South Carolina pontoon boaters do you think are armed? That bothers- I just yeah, that seems strange to me. Like you know, you pack your cooler, you got your beer, you got your sandwich, you got your gun. You know, over ninety five percent. I was surprised yeah. that he was able to shoot this guy, yeah. but he did yeah. and killed him. And it was a stand your ground thing, as Lisa said. Dang. Uh, one more quickie here from Hollywood, Florida. Some residents in a neighborhood there are very upset because a car rental business has been opened out of a guy's house. He charges $99 a day for a for a Tesla, $125 for a Corvette. He does SUVs, and they're saying, you can't run this out of our neighborhood. We've got people driving in here at all hours, and your car, your lawn has become a parking lot. They're upset with the way it looks. I would think if there was some sort of neighborhood, um, what do you call those? The HOA. HOA, yeah. they'd be upset with this. Lisa, does the guy have any chance of surviving with his car rental business right there in the neighborhood? Yeah, he does because this is a neighborhood that is it's more like a uh, more like an older city neighborhood that uh-huh. doesn't have an HOA. Okay. And so he it's not there's not anything like that that they can use to go after him and he's within his rights. He's registered as a small home-based business and the crazy thing is I mean I saw some photos of it. He is taken up. Not only does it, his whole driveway and Everything you know, covered in cars. But he's also taking up all the on-street parking. He just has cars parked all up and down. <laughs> and I mean, it's you know, people are. They, I can see why they're upset. But you know, one of the things that we saw happen during COVID, and this guy was one of these. He mm-hmm. he lost his job because of COVID, and he said, "Look, you know, I got to make a living here." And so mm-hmm. he figured this out. And what we saw is a lot of these cottage industries and home-based businesses came about, and government tended to relax standards about home-based businesses rather than make mm-hmm. them more stringent and he he's actually well within he's done everything he's supposed to do he can absolutely do this and his neighbors are just gonna have to have to hike it from way down the road this is the most surprising happens. result of the day to yeah me. more so than the yes. pontoon boat shooting this is the more <laughs> yeah. surprising yeah. to me i'm really stunned by it. i thought if you've got a bunch of cars parked up and down the road or at least no, yeah city zoning for a business yeah They're legally parked i mean there's you know legal parking everywhere there's no limits on the parking wow. you know per, per, you know it's not you know, like it's now, is this a case where, I mean, HOAs a lot of time get a lot of flack for not being being too rigid and so forth. Is this the case where if they had an HOA, that would really help these neighbors? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's no HOA here, so they have no power. To, but, you know, you can bet that if this was a, a you know, neighborhood, neighborhood organized with a corporate HOA, that they would have rules against it. Yeah, they would de- there's no way they could do that. Exactly. I mean, you can't even paint your house a color you don't but want. There's plenty no. of nice neighborhoods that are in cities yeah, that don't have HOAs well, yeah, on true. public streets. You're right. The older ones, yeah, particularly older neighborhoods yeah. that, you know, before really HOAs were so popular. True that. Right. 
That's it. Lisa Lanier, well, she ran through all of them. She's good. Got them all right, even the shocking ones there toward the end. Our official attorney of this program, the segment is Lawyer Up. Find her online, LanierLawGroup.com or HireAHeavyweight.com. Lisa, great to talk to you. Have a great weekend. You too. Have a great weekend.